Hello everyone, welcome to Black Girls Cry 2, a podcast about black women experiencing life. So in the spirit of the new year, we're still in the first month of the year, I wanted to discuss a hot topic that will probably die out in a few weeks, New Year's resolutions. Am I the only one that thinks that I'm magically going to change stepping into the new year because I write a few things on a piece of paper. Anyone else? Every beginning of the new year, I have this rush of adrenaline. New year, new me, I'm gonna work out, eat well, make money, have fun, get out of the house more than twice a month. And in a blink of an eye, we're in November. And I didn't do any of those things. And when I see that another year has passed and I don't feel like I have improved, I feel bad about myself. So this year will actually be different because this year I refuse to get into that new year, new me energy. This year I'm stepping into the new year, improved me energy. What does that entail exactly? This is what this episode is about. So grab your cup of tea and let's get into it. So why is new year, new me the wrong energy to start this year? It's pretty simple. It's wrong because there's nothing wrong with you right now. For sure, you're not perfect, but who is? The thing is, when we start with the idea that we have to change ourselves completely in order for us to be worthy, what we're saying is there's no value in who you are today. Yes, we want to improve, but before telling ourselves everything that is going wrong, Why not start by acknowledging how our body has worked hard to keep us healthy even when we didn't treat it right? How we pushed through adversities, how we forced ourselves out of our comfort zones, how we made mistakes and did better. All of those things are important to acknowledge before telling ourselves how we're going to change everything about ourselves. The idea that you need to totally reinvent yourself implies that everything is wrong with you today, which is simply not true. This is also one of the reasons why it's so hard to stick to our New Year's resolutions. When we go in with an all or nothing attitude, we want to change everything. What we do is we set unrealistic expectations and are disappointed when we realize at the end of the year that we didn't achieve any of these overly ambitious goals we set in place. Now, if we look at some research, a large-scale three-year study found that 55% of people break their New Year's resolutions within a year, with 11% lasting less than a month, 19% lasting at least one month, 14% lasting at least three months, and 11% lasting at least six months. So, what are the reasons we're not capable of sticking to our habits? Why is it so hard? Well, one of the reasons is because change is hella uncomfortable. We human beings do not like the unknown. We prefer to stay in our cozy environments and habits that are familiar no matter how unhealthy those habits are. We fear what we don't know. And we also don't like losing control because change comes with a degree of unpredictability. 
And so when you think about starting that new project, changing your environment, making new friends, stopping a bad habit such as smoking, all of those things put you out of your comfort zone and bring out emotions and feelings that we're not comfortable with. Emotions such as fear, shame, sadness, and feelings such as I'm not good enough, I can do it, everyone will think of me or will make fun of me. So what to do? According to psychotherapist Meg Josephson, action suits fear. As to the body, discomfort feels unsafe. By avoiding to do the things we want to but are a bit scared of, we're reinforcing the belief that it's something to be scared of. So if I want to go to the gym, but I'm kind of scared of how people are going to look at me, so I don't go to the gym, I avoid these uncomfortable feelings, which makes going to the gym even more difficult. However, when we take small steps, we're comforting our body that we can be uncomfortable and safe at the same time. So in that example, it would mean that me going to the gym, maybe I can start with just going for 30 minutes. Maybe I can just start by going walking on the walking thing and then going home. And with every action I take, I'm going to be more comfortable and my brain and my body will be comforted in the idea that even though this is uncomfortable, it is not unsafe. This is also in line with the episode for the new year that I made um, about staying safe or playing safe, but at what cost? It will always be more painful to grow than to stay in a painful situation. But when you close your eyes and think of your wildest dreams, what do you see? How do you feel? And what is stopping you from taking one step towards that dream today? I remember when I became so accustomed to the pain of grief that it was more comfortable to wallow away than to get my life back together. Does that mean that I wasn't in pain? No, I I was. But even in that pain, I was still more comfortable because those negative feelings were feelings I was used to. So it was more comfortable to stay on the ground safe and sound than to stand up and learn how to fly. So how do we improve ourselves slowly but steady and how do we hold ourselves accountable in the process? First, we change our mindset from have to to get to, from obligation to honor. I don't have to go to the gym. I get to have enough time and money to work on my health and thank my body for everything it does for me on a daily basis. We build our confidence by doing. Every step, no matter how small you take, contributes to your goals. And the more steps you will take, the more confident you will become and you will build self-assurance while reducing the fear associated with the unknown as well as any feelings of inadequacy we may experience. 
three, don't be afraid to fail. And when you fail, get back up fast. Do you remember Aaliyah's song, Try Again? But if at first you don't succeed, don't succeed. Dish yourself up and try again. You can dust yourself and try again, try again. That song is an absolute banger, by the way. But that is and will always be the way to go. You miss a session at the, at the gym, it's fine. You broke your streak of not smoking, it's fine. You forgot your creative project for some time, it's fine. Don't let these failures define you. Don't wallow in guilt, get back up and do it again. I know I haven't been as consistent as I wanted to with this podcast, but while before I would have just been kind of ashamed of not showing up and I would have let it die down, I just got back up and started again. I failed and that's okay and I pushed through and the more comfortable I am with failing, the less scary it is to my brain and the more I'll be able to put myself out there and try new scary things and last but not least we distance ourselves from what will people say and we follow our heart when i sometimes look at black women or black people in general who have unconventional jobs and projects or who are artists i'm always wondering what were their families thinking when they started how do we even start this conversation like oh i want to be a comedian Or I want to be a singer. Or I want to be a painter or something. In our communities, bringing honor to the family is so important that we sometimes restrain ourselves because what would my family think? However, if you don't show up as your whole authentic self, you won't give the possibility to your family, your friends, your community to actually love you for who you are next week we'll talk about how to include discipline in the mix once you get to this stage but for now i'm sending you loads of love i appreciate you yours always love